another episode of Dear Black Girl and today we have a special guest who has such a beautiful voice. Thanks. No, super beautiful and a beautiful personality and all that. Thanks. Everyone, please welcome Ari Lennox. Hey everyone. <laughs> so, okay, so yesterday I remember telling you like the first time we met was here, but I completely forgot. The very first time we met was when you came to New York to do uh, um, your listening session for Fo. Mm-hmm. And I think Niles, well, Niles was at Interscope, and he inter- he told us to come, and I, that was the first time I ever seen you live, wow. and then heard about you, and I was like, oh, this is fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, Thanks. and I instantly became a fan wow. that day. But um, I want to know, what made you pick <clears throat> the name Ari Lennox? Oh, man. Uh, watching Secret Garden, uh, the girl's name is Mary Lennox, and... Um, I just stole her name. I flipped it. I mean, I just thought it was cool. I just, I thought Ari would be way cooler. And just like a three-letter name I always envisioned. And then some rock star last name. To me, Lennox is so like rock star English vibes. Mm -hmm. Back then, that's what I wanted. But now I feel kind of bad because it's like, it's all English. And maybe I should have went like the Nigerian route. Like I feel (laughs) like I betrayed my people. But at the same time, you know, Ari, it works. It's fine. I love it. Speaking of Nigeria, I saw you went to Logos. Yeah, 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 Lagos. Lagos. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know how. It's... <laughs> but how was that trip? It was good, girl. Um, you know, you step off that plane, everybody thinks you're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least that's how I felt. Like, just walking around, um, going to different clubs and just different outings. I felt like the beautiful brown men... They thought I was beautiful. Sometimes I feel like here, like people don't really care sometimes or like it's a stretch like to see a chocolate girl and or just a black woman in general. Sometimes I feel like is not praised as much as they should be in America. And I just feel like, yes. (laughs) And I don't know. I don't know why, but it just seems like Africa, they know where it's at. They just know what's up. Was that your first time there? Yeah. So what was that? It's like, um, it's like, what is the word? Magnetic. It was this magnetic feeling of just like, I need to come back. I need to stay here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's just, was just overwhelming. Beautiful. I was jealous of all the whites I was seeing walking around like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? This is trifling, but what, what you doing here? I need to be here. And some beautiful, sweet white lady was telling me that like uh, about her time here. And um, she was just giving me tips about what I would need to do to like live like a, I guess, a alkaline vegetarian lifestyle there. Oh, wow. Because you have to order um, kale like you would have to. Um, get it shipped there like kale and, and things like that so I felt a way that she was teaching me but I was happy but I, at the same time it was just like when am I gonna like you know go home so it's been on my heart like you know so to make another trip like really soon yes maybe it's just so leave beautiful. all this behind it looks behind. so beautiful so like, beautiful uh, that's on my list of places to go girl go there but that plane ticket it's, it's not it's, it's not, not that, that bad. bad um 
So I think in November I booked it like uh, a month and some change before. Okay, so I booked it at the end of October. I I left at the end of November. It was only a thousand dollars round trip. Oh, that's s- cheaper than like what I thought. I thought it was like fifteen, seventeen hundred. No, thousand dollars, and it was Delta, girl. Okay. Yeah, I I feel like it's beyond worth it. And you could have you could stay longer. I just had to come back for a show. <laughs> so it was a great show, but you know. Yeah. All right, so I know you're from D.C. too, but you spent some time in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. How did you end up in North Carolina? My parents, they crazy, man. They always moving. Ever since I was little, like, we were always moving, like, from D.C. to Fort Washington to Virginia to Maryland, Maryland to <laughs> North Carolina. So I spent lots of time in Charlotte, then Raleigh, then uh, Cary. I had my first apartment in Cary, North Carolina. And now they migrated to um, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, my mom was so backwards because we started in North Carolina, then we ended in D.C. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, we were, so we were so backwards. And then like, when we would go back to visit, I'd be so bored out my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dry. I <laughs> mean, it's beautiful. It is. It is pretty dry. But that's what I want now. I mm-hmm. like that dry crap now. Yeah, I wanted to say the S word, but you can you can oh, okay. on this. This is okay, a podcast. Great. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I like that dry shit. Um, I like I like creeks. I like beautiful greenery. I like lakes. You know what I'm saying? I like animals. I I like being able to drive to a Walmart and having to park for free. You know what I'm saying? Versus you know just the wildness of other cities and stuff. So, but you're you're here in Brooklyn now, right? Yes, I love Brooklyn, <laughs> but. It is literally too expensive. Street park. Okay, like I'm, I'm using. A, I'm in a studio, like in Times Square. Why is street parking thirteen dollars? Like how? And then I got tricked into taking a certain bridge to get back home, and I, I got it was a toll, and I oh, don't so, have the yeah, you easy gotta, pass. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> I know you have to pay attention. It's always a trap. I feel like like it, yeah. DC too. Like it's so expensive. There, there's free parking in Manhattan and everything. You just have to pay attention. Where is free parking in Manhattan? Like all the way on the east side, all the way on the west side. Wait, huh? Like there's free parking out here. What? Yeah, you just have to pay attention. See, that's a trick. <laughs> the tricks. Can you show me? Because yeah, I even drive out here. But wow. yeah, it's free parking. So let's get into your songs because okay. today we have seven songs. Okay, instead yeah. Instead of five. So let's start off with number seven. Okay, number seven, I will say it's going to be Trillville, Some Cut. This song changed my life when it came out in middle school, my little ratchet trifling life. And it's it stuck with me until the, the ripe age of 27. And um, it just speaks to my soul. It's so sweet, and it's uh, just, uh, I feel like it uplifts my ratchetness inside <laughs> to the extreme. And yeah, man. Do you ever feel like you have to hide your ratchetness? Hell nah. Life would be terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, realistically, when I'm around my Christian family, I turn it down because they just You're always think I'm on drugs when I freaking show any sign of like ratchetry but yeah so unfortunately around my christian family (laughs) (laughs) well i'm not gonna i haven't heard that song in so long Oh man, like gone milk. Sorry, I don't know the words, but it's so good. You listen to how often do you listen to that? Man, all the time. Unfortunately, I don't really be knowing the words, but I can rap it to you if I look up the words. (laughs) I would I will do it right now. I tell you that. It's important to me. 
That is so fire. Um, shit, you know the deal before a nigga even step. Damn that ass hot, seem like it's gone milk. You know I get it to you till you run out of breath. Then bust up all over yourself. <laughs> the first time I called, you was juggling on my balls. And not, not you dropped reading down your walls at Girl, your ass drinking sauce for playing what's the cause. It's the most beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> genuine, Christian, <laughs> holy piece of scripture I've ever seen in my life. So that's my shit. Oh my God, that reminds me of like being in the back the back of the bus going on school trips and we yes. will always sing um yeah. chicken head oh girl <laughs> see i didn't want to come off like a whole tatiana <laughs> but that is if there was a top 10 <laughs> like girl that one that would and be slob it. on um, <laughs> girl like in middle school just singing it's our hearts whole, out these are like the cl- this classic twerk music like you want a girl to shake her ass like a real girl to shake her ass play these records like it's fun it's not even like off some weird sh- it's just fun like and oh uh, what's that sexist song? but fun whatever and then the trina song um oh my god oh um look back look back at it girl <laughs> oh my god so i remember <laughs> one time the song came on and we were about around my homeboys and all the girls started singing they were like what is this it's so gorgeous <laughs> it's like she is owning it she is telling that nigga like oh you running now like really a man is running it gives me chills thinking about it you know because she really she's taking control grabbing him yes. by his privates it's beautiful i love it i love it so much so number six <laughs> okay number six number six um it's pretty much along the similar lines but a more slow well actually similar lines so juvenile slow motion um oh it's just i like it like that yeah man like it's just gorgeous it's just so beautiful it's a lullaby (laughs) like a gorgeous ratchet lullaby and it just it just puts me to like a twerk sleep like it's i love how you describe these songs i really do (laughs) and they're just everything to me it's important no but like when you sit back and think about like Mm -hmm. we were like in middle elementary school when these songs came yes. out at school dances just twerking <laughs> on the walls to this and yes like, I don't know how I feel now if I had a daughter mm-hmm. and she was doing the same thing mm-hmm. but yeah these are some memories no my daughter gonna have to listen to this I'm going to protect her and I'm from all these trifling people out here I'm going to protect her with my life but that doesn't take from the fact this is a beautiful classic record right here slow motion <laughs> is gorgeous like um. Uh. I like it like that. She, I want to, I want I don't know. Me and my baby, I want us to dance, like have fun in the car, listening to Juvenile. I really do. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take her to church too. But it's a balance thing. It's about the even balance. It's a balance. Because, oh my God, and they had a stereotype, like church girls are the wildest Yo, girls. don't get me started. Yo, I wore a Freak-A-Leak t-shirt to a church event one day. I I think I was doomed <laughs> from birth. I stole that shirt too, and I, I wore it to a church event. Oh my god! I've been lost, girl. I've been lost. That's actually a very funny story you can tell your child one day. Yeah, I was uh, never again. I don't know why I was so lost, but I'm found now. I'm found. I, I found <laughs> How did it. you find yourself? I, found, I don't. Um, 
I don't know. I just, I, I, uh, maybe I haven't found myself then. I'm not sure, you know. Still figuring out. Like, well, that's what our 20s are for, to figure mm-hmm. all this out. Yeah. I'm Well, more so, I just feel like I'm just more comfortable owning, like, my shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's whatever, you know. I know what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. And I know what I should be and what I shouldn't be doing. So. Song number five. Song number five. We'll have to be, so we're going to get serious here. <laughs> Minnie Ripperton, Back Down Memory Lane. I think. Oh, I love yeah. I can't sing, but you better it makes sing. me sing, sing it. every time you put the song. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. She kills it vocally. She's speaking haunting, beautiful lyrics. Like, she's, at the end of the song, she's like, save me. And I, I believe she's talking about um, her breast cancer diagnosis. Like she's she's asking God to save her. And it's like this song is just like she's reliving all the memories of her life. And she's just like, this is beautiful. This is bittersweet, though, because it's like this this, this cancer diagnosis yeah. is very real. And it's just so eerie and scary because it's just like she wanted she wanted to live. And I hate cancer. And I just feel like she didn't deserve that. You know, or no one ever does, but you know, it just sucks that that's how it had to happen for her life. You know, how'd you get introduced to her music? My mama, like just riding around DC. Um, my earliest memories is probably oh, am I allowed to say radio stations in DC? Yeah, okay, PGC. cool. All right, yes. All right, so one hundred two point three and ninety six point three stayed playing Minnie Ripperton. They taught my little butt. Um, my mom listened to Minnie in you know when she was younger, so the Perfect Angel album. But I remember being introduced to Minnie because of just the radio, listening to it with my mom. And I just remember always hearing Inside My Love, and I just thought it was the most beautiful song ever. And um, Back Down Memory Lane. Yeah. I remember I was having this conversation with uh, another the other day, because he was talking about, like, growing up, how he, he kind of didn't like R&B, because he was like, because he came up in the hip-hop era, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I want to hear hip-hop, I want right. to hear R&B. I was like, well, I was reversed. Like, I wanted to hear R&B. I didn't mm-hmm. really want to hear hip-hop. So. I didn't care. So mm-hmm. I got a little older, but Same. all I wanted was R&B, because... I wasn't underst- I wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't living their lives, so I wasn't getting it. <laughs> yeah, same. That's why, like, it's so ironic that I wound up being signed to a hip hop label. I never, <laughs> I never thought like that would ever happen. Like when I was little, little, but in high school it was over. Like I really started getting into hip hop. So, yeah. So I read somewhere like uh, the first time you sang for someone, it was your grandma. She told you you had the voice of an angel. Oh yeah. How important. Was, was that like three? Yeah, I don't know. I was just singing. I was my three-year-old self was just singing in her house, and she said, "She said I had a voice of an angel," and it stuck with you. I don't know. I guess <laughs> I, like I just never stopped singing. I mean, I don't know if it was that good because I mean, you know, I did a talent show once. Like my um, my aunt was she taught me how to sing. Uh, Mariah Carey, "Take a Look at Me Now." And I sung my heart out, and I, my eyes were closed at this talent show, and I opened my eyes, and some white lady was in the front with her hands over her ears, and oh I was like, God. damn. But I knew I wanted this, this music <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Even if I sucked, like, I knew, like, this, I had to keep going. Like, I always experienced shade. And I knew I wasn't always that good, but, like, I just had to keep getting better, keep fighting through it, you know? So, so. what... what- 
But I guess grandma carried me, you know? Yeah. I was like, go into that. Like you said, you always like experience shade while you're chasing your dream. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think that is? I mean, well, most of it was just people like, okay, you got to be realistic. You should be a nurse. But I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah, that happens a lot with people. Yeah. How? I d- barely got through high school. I don't even know how I graduated. I really feel like it was a courtesy diploma because I don't know how. <laughs> Seriously, I, I was skipping every day, being ratchet. I don't know how. So, yeah. I, I mean, but yeah, also just a big part of my career is online like being on youtube and stuff so i saw mad comments that were terrible and it got to me always at shows like um i was recently watching your it was drunk in love Mm -hmm. and then it was the tweet cover you did Mm -hmm. they were both really good thanks thanks like they were both really beautiful thank you that's why like people people troll like you can't pay attention to that i feel you thanks but if you don't hear these things out loud in real life, people saying, yo, that's good, or people that you really respect saying it's good, sometimes it's hard it's for gonna you eat to at believe you, yeah. it. But I, I just loved it so much, I didn't care if people thought I sucked. I had to keep going. So so what helped you build, like, a thick skin? Um, I'm still working on that. I guess maybe just believing that I am, I'm good, or I'm good enough. I ain't Patty. I ain't Patty LaBelle. <laughs> but, like, I'm pretty damn good. I can maybe make somebody feel something if I try my hardest, you know. But it's humbling to know that, that you're not the best. But you damn sure ain't the worst. So, yeah. We'll be all right. Girl, you're good. You sound Thank the you. same on a live as you do on your records. Thank you. A lot of people don't. Thanks. <laughs> a lot of people Thanks. don't. Thanks so, so like, much. you're good. Like, I need you to remember that all the time. Thank you. I will. Song number four. Okay. Song number four. Let's see. All right. This is also kind of sad. Um, Gladys Knight. Which one? Neither one of us. I, oh my gosh. Yo, every time I hear it, I cry. I don't know why. It's like, I. That's it, a beautiful song. When I was young, I did not appreciate her incredibleness. I think when I was young, I was, um, um, delayed. I did not, I didn't understand the richness of like deep voices. Yeah. I, I feel like even like Anita Baker, I didn't understand until like I, I got like, in high school, like, I really started, like, appreciating these people. But Gladys Knight, neither one of us, I cry. Because it just reminds me of just a breakup that I had. And, like, both of us knowing this is not working, but we just don't know how to freaking let go. It's the hardest. It's the realest shit ever. Like, you know, knowing that you're so attached and the sex is so good. <laughs> and we make each other laugh, but... It's super toxic as well. We make each other freaking cry and want to die. Yeah. Michael's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you live with the person you broke up with. Oh, <laughs> I can't imagine. It's like, basically what happens you is, care. what do y'all got to move out? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Wow. And you care and you don't want to see that person struggling. Even yeah. You know well, it's time. Well, I've never had like a really bad breakup. Uh-huh. So what was that like when you- Ugh. Well, it what it was bad because I've never I never experienced it before. So, oh, that emotion from the first breakup. Yeah, but he was gone. He was in the military. Mm. We broke up via text. Like, oh. I I was just like, man, this is too much. I can't do this anymore, or something like that on the phone. 
And then his mom reached out to me and she she said something. I was like, well, I don't know. We're not together anymore. And I guess that sealed the nail in the coffin. He felt a way that I told his mom that. And not how? Yeah. Well, no, I told him on but. the phone. Like, I can't do this anymore. This is messed up. Because what was happening was he was not being affectionate anymore. Like, you know, if it, I think the last sense. straw, yes. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't treating me like his girl. He wasn't treat, treating me like this was romance. Like, I think the last straw, he called me bruh, and I was like, yo, I don't think I'll ever be that girl where I could be okay with you calling me bruh. Because it's like, are we men... Are we brothers? I mean, are, are we sisters? No, we're none of that. You are my man. We have sex. I don't ever want you to call <laughs> me <bro>. that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe I'm different. I know some people can handle it. I couldn't. Not at that time. I think now I'm more mature and I'm more goofy even. I, I, and I understand the word bro a little bit more now. But, man, five years ago, I was like, what? Like, and I already felt like he was treating me like a brother. It was weird. Oh. And so I lost it. I was like, we're not together anymore. But of course, I didn't mean that. I regretted it. And um, I was heartbroken that he would not, like, I would call him. He wouldn't answer. And and we basically broke up via text. Like, it was the most horrific thing ever. Because it was just like, really? You don't even want to talk to me? You don't want to even hear my voice one more time? And it, it just sealed what I knew. Like, we are brothers we are not we are, <laughs> we not, are together. not together anymore yeah oh that's hard mm -hmm. but even like siblings would call each other even if they're pissed <laughs> at each other yeah eventually pick up the phone and be like yeah. all right so what do you want it was the weirdest thing that he could not face me and i i don't know i, I feel like ugh, men are sensitive yeah sorry <laughs> and girls apparently yeah. and they don't take breakups yeah well like that that one certain breakups really affect them mm -hmm. whereas girls just keep going wow apparently that's what happens i'm very sensitive too yeah. I, it was hard for me i was the one who kind of started it with reason but like you know i don't know i realized i need somebody not so sensitive then because i'm i'm a little wild not that wild. I won't hurt you now. I'm not like, I'm not an attacker. I won't touch you. But like, you know, like if I feel like something is wrong, I'm going to be like, okay, hey, how can we work on this? Like, yeah. hey, like I'll confront you about it. I'm not just going to just sit there and be in pain. Like, I got to tell you, like, this is what's going on. Like, I can you do this? You know what I'm saying? And you could do the same to me. We'll be fine. But a person who's constantly like, oh, you're assassinating my character or, oh, you're attacking me. That's, no, I'm not. That's toxic. Yes. Insecurities. Yes. All that. You don't yeah. want to grow at all. I have to grow. I changed. I compromised. You can't do that. You know? But like Kate Michelle said, you can't, like, raise a man. Speak on it. <laughs> Song Speak. number three? Oh, number three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> D'Angelo Send It On might be one of my favorite songs ever. Like, um, yeah, that Voodoo album changed my life. Uh, Send It On. I It literally is <clears throat> the most purest form of heaven. His harmonies, um, his ad-libs. It's, it's like you're he's crying for the record. Like, yo, though we may be going through our shit, <clears throat> if there's ever a problem that you have, like, send it over like i i got you like i'll be there 
And it's just, I just feel like he's just kind of like cradling me when I hear that song. It's just like a, it's a beautiful, um, soulful lullaby for real. It's just cradling me. It's just hot. It's sexy. D'Angelo is just hot. Have Sorry. you met him yet? Um, <clears throat> no, I would don't need to because <laughs> <laughs> he's just so hot. Even still, I know he grown and grown, but I like it <laughs> too much. So I don't need to know. So uh, what's been one of the greatest experiences so far in your career? Um, greatest experiences? Mm-hmm. Probably singing with Stevie Wonder. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That sounds magical. Yeah, because, man, it was just me and him up there on that stage. And I think it was so sweet. And it, what made it sweet is that, like, I was at his radio station mm-hmm. in L.A. And I had no idea all this was going to happen. He he called the radio station. I was like, Stevie, like, you know, like, huh? Like, I know who you are. I know this voice. Like, he tried to prank call me or whatever. And it was the most beautiful gift because... um Stevie is everything. My one of my favorite songs by him is Superwoman, Creepin', Rocket Love. There's so many songs. That girl. And I it just was everything. That was probably the best part of all of this, the BS of this industry. That was the most angelic part. Like, really, that I don't need much in this industry to happen. That's the best thing that could ever happen to me. That's amazing. Because he can sing. He can. And play that damn harmonica. Yes. And he's a legend. He's a writing legend, songwriting legend. So, yeah. So what advice would you give to women that are trying to like break into this industry? Because I know it's really hard <clears throat> as a female, especially as a singer. Don't party so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> watch how drunk you get. Um... And be careful who you date, you know, like, luckily, things haven't gotten too ratchet behind the scenes. But yeah, like, I've, I've definitely dated someone that I was just like, why did I do that? This person complete trash. Don't and, and just know that if you do decide to embark on something like that, you might be hearing their music when you're walking in a Forever 21. Like, you might be in Forever 21, trying to have a great time with your girls. And you got to hear that freaking fuck boy that ass song terrible <laughs> that's why you also in don't date in the industry just don't do it just date to a nice scientist or a regular ass person or a marine biologist <laughs> or a pastor like Megan good just just don't date where you work like that's what i would say because it can get messy yeah and like be yourself because there's gonna be people constantly trying to attack you to be something else you have to know who you are or you'll just crumble you'll crumble if you don't yeah song number two song number two is omarion i'm gonna change um he has this amazing first album and I don't know, one time I was driving with my dad in middle school. I was driving with my dad, I think middle school or early ninth grade or something. And he had this Omarion album. He played it and I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I was like, let me play it again. And um, he and I was like, can I have this? And he was like, no. He was always stingy. He didn't even care. But wait, your dad had an Omarion this album? This is the thing. <laughs> he likes to, he would like to buy CDs. He was a CD collector. He did not okay. even give a crap. Okay, this is how I found out about Common, how I found out about John Legend, because he would buy these CDs, but he would never listen to them. He just wanted them. Cause- yes, because it was cool. He wanted to collect everything that came out. Like, it was just a pastime. But I was the one listening to the, like, cool, hip shit, and he 
like the stuff he was really li- i mean this is cool too he he was listening to like on the daily like olita adams like gorgeous incredible but like at that time i wanted that like hip-hop and r&b so you know i, I was on common and and yeah i was on common but yeah omarion i'm gonna change i used to have that on repeat for years for years i had that on repeat still sometimes i could listen to it like it's like i'm just hearing it for the first time and it's just i think it's tank either tank or marcus houston singing in the background i never found out who's the man (laughs) singing in the background but it is the most beautiful harmonies you'll ever hear omarion singing his heart out the most beautiful ad-libs it's just nice to hear a man say like i'm gonna stop being a ratchet little hoe i'm gonna change for you like i just it was just so beautiful to my middle school self i miss that type of music yes i feel like that's all it was in like the 90s men singing about how they love their woman or how they want her back after she left them Mm -hmm. and then at some point something flipped it was just like fuck these bitches and all yes. that. Yes, <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. how that happened, but it was a whole romantic era, like of just romance everywhere. And I don't, yeah. Hopefully, guys. Hopefully, we could bring it back. I don't know, cause I, I, rem- I, I miss Jagged Edge. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be. That's man. If this list was longer, I gotta be would be on there too. Jagged <laughs> Edge, man. Everything, like everything. Mm-mm-mm. Song number one. Song number one is probably um, okay. It would have been and I if it didn't become a single. Sierra. Yeah, Sierra. Oh, I love that song. I loved and I, but I literally ran it into the ground in the middle. I'm talking about <laughs> every hour. That joint was on repeat all night, every day on my little boom box, my little green boom box. My dad wanted to throw that boombox away like it was on repeat like and I changed my whole life but then it became a single and I was hearing it everywhere on top of all of the butchering I was doing like in private it, it became mainstream and so it would have been and I but um yeah it got mainstream but ooh, ooh baby by Sierra that first album changed my little life ooh, ooh baby was everything and yeah um I say that's number one. Like, it was just, it's sexy and sassy. Like, do you find it funny that, like, when you think back, so you listen to all these, like, R&B love songs, you think you thought you knew what you were going girl, through at that age? Girl. And as you get older, it was like, oh, I ain't know nothing. Girl, <laughs> I didn't know a damn thing. Like, oh, God, I didn't know anything. Like, yo, when I have a baby girl, I'm going to warn her of all of the tragedies of of guys i mean no offense guys but how trifling sometimes it can get with dating or yeah women too like if she decides you know she's not straight or whatever like it, it i'm going to show her like this is what can happen this is sometimes what people can be about protect yourself protect your heart protect your vagina protect all i'm just going to be a super mom Perhaps a helicopter mom. Perhaps <laughs> she will grow up. Hopefully she won't grow up to be um, a, a psycho because of how much I do plan on, like, protecting her. But, like, yo, man, like, I kind of wish, like, my parents just a little bit more just was just like, this is what guys sometimes can be about. Like, guard your heart. Because I'm a lover. I didn't mean for my life 
to be as ratchet as it became in certain moments. But, you know, like, I, I just always wanted to be married, but I didn't really know how to go about it during certain um is certain nights so like yeah i i would definitely want to be that to be that no, like the funniest thing is um so you've seen the video to wally's the breakup song no i haven't all right so in it is like he's playing off 500 days of summer but wow. the beginning is like he's talking about like how um his idea of love came from all the R&B songs and the misinterpretation of the Bodyguard movie. And I was just like, oh, that's my life. Wow. And so he just thought love was like this, and then he comes to find out that, oh, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's beautiful and it's painful. It's, it's it, But it's, it just depends. Like, it's a very beautiful thing. It's just, you gotta just... Pick the right person. Pick the right person. And then people just have to communicate and be honest. Like, are you really ready for something real? Like, or... And if you're not, just say that. <laughs> so... So what do you want your legacy to be? Um... I just, no matter what, I want people to... No matter how afraid they are of whatever just to fight through that fear and just to do it because every time you do that you get stronger you get wiser um and you just get less depressed like i feel like if you're ever sad and you have any fear i really think fear is the gateway to just being stronger and like fearless really like if if you accomplish or if you attack or conquer those fears or whatever that so. might I think Beyonce said that one. She was like, "Really?" It was like in an interview, oh, and it went along the lines of like, uh, "Everything I accomplished, I I couldn't have accomplished without fear, or something like that." Speak, speak. I'm paraphrasing, but it was in it involved accomplishing success, and she did it all through fear. Woo! Yeah. Wow, I would love to sit down and talk to her. Right? Dang. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah, because most of the the most intense moments in life, it just, fear. She's right. So before we go, you have to give us a Dear Black Girl open letter. Okay. Dear Black Girl, please um, be fearless. Stay resilient. Stay natural. Stay beautiful on the inside. Um, yeah. Uh, signed Ari Lennox. 